This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome back to another edition of Activists Around the World. And first and foremost, Annie, thanks so much for taking on the last minute episode last week. Uh, for those of you who are listening in order, y'all are like, what? Because <laughs> uh, I was actually sick recently in uh, December of 2022. Again, people are like, what? <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it kicked my butt and mm -hmm. I was not too well. So I missed all y'all. Thank you, Annie. But I'm back. Yes. We and we're, we're at it again. We're at it again. <laughs> Ooh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today, we wanted to bring more focus on the Iranian people and the women who continue to fight and push forward the revolution occurring in Iran. And just a quick summary of what we've heard is happening as of today. Again, December 8th, 2022. Uh, we've done a few uh, small snippets of what's going on um, as outsiders, that meaning we're in the U.S. and don't exactly know what's going on. But just a quick update of what's happening as we know it. And for anyone who wants to add or give us more information, please, please contact us. I know there's a lot of y'all out there who are a little more connected and um, able to uh, get direct sources. So please let us know. Uh, currently, a strike has been occurring in Iran, causing a big impact in the economy of Iran, with many of the businesses closing the last couple of days, um, as well as people marching in Tehran in silence to Azadi Plaza. So it's pretty significant. People are uh, coming out uh, in support, uh, even though, uh, from what I understand, Iran has shut down a lot of social media outlets. Uh, they're still getting the word out and coming out in droves. 
Yeah, which is impressive because reports from the regime say, you know, this is ending or it's been resolved, it's over. But many have reported that this was a manipulative tactic by the government to change the narrative for those watching internationally. And with the continued social media outage and arrest and executions, information has been inconsistent, but not completely stopped as word has spread through many people outside of the country. Uh, But one thing we know, the protest, yeah, they haven't stopped. And the women and teens continue to lead and push forward in this movement. And the revolution continues. Right. And as we talked about before, protest in Iran is not new. As the current protests have grown to become this revolution, we know it's been something that many Iranian women have been working for their entire lives. And as also just a note, there's a lot of conversation about the executions of protesters today, and including charges for war against God that are not being uh, fairly tried. There's a lot of things happening, and we know recently there's been some executions that have happened, so we definitely want to acknowledge that big things are happening. But yes, this has been something that has been occurring for decades, and um, many of the people who've been at the forefront of this have been the Iranian women, even though they know how dangerous it is to oppose uh, the regime in Iran. And one of those women is Masih Alinejad. Uh, Alinejad is an activist, a journalist, and an author who's been working for the rights of women in Iran, even with the many threats she's been under with the current Iranian regime. Alinejad has been an activist for a majority of her life. In 1994, Alinejad was arrested for providing leaflets that criticized the current government at the time um, and has been publishing articles and think pieces breaking down the Iranian regimes and its many problems. She worked as a journalist for many Iranian publications, including the Iranian Labor News Agency, or the ILNA, and also served as a parliamentary reporter, but wrote an article suggesting that the government ministers should receive a pay cut, which uh, caused enough controversy for her to be dismissed. But that did not deter her from pushing against the Iranian government, comparing supporters of the current president in 2008 to hungry, loud dolphins who worked to please their trainer. She would not back down from calling out the corruption within the political systems of Iran. Even though I will say that the publisher, the owner of the publisher, did have to apologize for fear uh, of being shut down in their lives, she did not back down. Mm -hmm. As in fact, she has been in exile um, for several years now, even to the point that she has not seen her family in, I believe, over 13, 14 years. Mm -hmm. And it was in 2009, during her trip to the United States, Alinejad tried to get an interview with President Barack Obama, but was refused and had to return to the United Kingdom. Um, And even though she wasn't able to see President Obama, she was able to use her time in the U.S. to rally against the Iranian government. It was there she delivered a speech where she called out the Iranian authorities, quote, we have trembled for 30 years. Now it's your turn to tremble. Um, And it was in 2014, her now infamous picture of her running down the streets of London with her hair flowing in the breeze uh, became a symbol for so many Iranian women seeking liberation from the dictatorship of the Iranian regime. And it was then she created the My Stealthy Freedom Organization. And this organization became one of the largest, quote, civil disobedience campaigns to challenge the compulsory hijab laws in Iran. And just to note, she is very absolutely talking about the uh, oppressiveness of these hijab laws and what it indicates and doesn't think that people shouldn't wear them. It just about choice. And she is very, very adamant that, yes, it is. it can be about these things, but what we're looking at is how it represents uh, the oppression of women and many of those marginalized communities in Iran. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and this campaign continues to go strong with other initiatives, including My Forbidden Voice, My Camera is My Weapon, and the White Wednesday campaign where, quote, women who protest compulsory hijab laws wear white to show defiance to the laws. Uh, currently, the campaign's social media following is more than 7 million strong, with around 80% of the followers being in Iran. Um, and her works have been noticed. In 2019, she met with Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and many others to speak to them about a lot of issues and concerns with the Iranian regime, including the human rights violations and how travel bans that were placed by the U.S. government continued to hurt human rights activists and students in Iran. Yeah, and I believe it was that time she actually brought out a lawsuit against the Iranian government. So she's been doing some things. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. In 2018, Alina Jad released her memoir, The Wind in My Hair, where she talked about her life in northern Iran and how she followed her career and her passion in fighting for the rights for Iranians, which, quote, sparked a nationwide protest movement. That's part of our book. Um, and with her work comes a price. The Iranian regime has continued to degrade her name, making false allegations photoshopping inappropriate pictures, uh, showing them to her family, saying these are the things that she's doing, threatening her family. Um, her brother had actually been arrested for uh, foiling a plot to kidnap her, essentially, um, and has been separated from them for quite some time, as we talked about. 
There was an attempted kidnapping of her, according to the DOJ, which was that kidnapping we just talked about for her brother to be arrested. Um, And an even attempted assassination as recently as July of this year, 2022. And the FBI informed her that, quote, this time there, the Iranian regime objective was to kill you. And she's currently, I believe, under in hiding. Wow. Mm -hmm. But uh, she says of her current situation... I am not scared. I feel guilty when I talk about my personal life because people in Iran are being killed in the streets. Mine is just a tiny example of the brutality of this murderous regime, and this is not about me. I'm just giving voice to brave Iranian women and men who are saying no to the Islamic Republic. It's not scary for me to get shot or killed. What is scary is seeing leaders of democratic countries shaking the hand of those who kill my people or those who want to kill me. And in another interview, she talked about what was currently happening in Iran and said, There is unity between the Iranian people and the Western people who care about democracy. This is a revolution against autocracy, against dictatorship, and it should be supported by anyone who cares about democracy. Uh, As recently, she went to Paris to meet with uh, Prime Minister Macron to doing something more fierce uh, in order to help the Iranian people um, and trying to get more sanctions in place that won't hurt the people of Iran, but actually, like, will affect the government. So there's a lot that she's doing even during this time of uh, (laughs) threat for her. Mm -hmm. And just recently, Alina Jad was awarded with the Washington Institute Prestigious Scholar Statesman Award, where she talked about what is currently happening in Iran. And she said, quote, I have to say that the revolution, a historical revolution, is taking place in Iran, which is being led by women, but supported by men. For years and years, I've been warning about the dangers of the morality police and the hijab laws. But the brutal death of Masa Amini, a 20-year-old Kurdish woman, created huge anger because she was not a part of the civil disobedience protests. She was not even unveiled. She was just wearing an inappropriate hijab. And she continues on. Yes, it started because of protesting against compulsory hijab laws and protesting against the brutal death of Masa Amini. But it's all about getting rid of a gender apartheid regime. The compulsory hijab is not just a small piece of cloth when it's in the hands of the Islamic Republic or the Taliban or ISIS. It's one of the most visible symbols of oppression and the main pillar of religious dictatorship. So that's why the Iranian people are getting killed every day. They made up their mind and they're taking back the streets every single day to end such a barbaric regime. This is all I can say to you. More than 300 people have been killed. 15,000 people have been arrested. Schoolgirls are in prison. Teenagers are in prison. But the more people that the Iranian regime kills, the more people are determined to end this regime. This is just the beginning of the end. The end of one of the most dangerous regimes, which is called Islamic Republic. And when receiving the award, uh, she stated, quote, I dedicate this medal to the brave women of Iran, to my heroes, to the leaders who live inside Iran, who face guns and bullets every day. They actually are saying a simple thing, quote, woman, life, freedom. And they're not just fighting for themselves. They're fighting for democracy, for dignity and freedom. They are fighting for the whole world. And she continues to speak out, even though uh, still is under threat. And her continued perseverance has earned her numerous positions and accolades, including the 2015 Geneva Summit for Human Rights and Democracy Women's Rights Award, the OMA Journalism Award from the Mehdi Simsar Foundation, a, quote, highly commended AIB Media Excellence Award. And also in 2022, she was awarded the American Jewish Committee's Moral Courage Award for speaking out for the Iranian people. 
Right. And she is obviously still doing a lot of work with her journalism. Um, I believe she's working with a human rights campaign as well. So she's doing a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. Um, and it's another one where I'm like, we got to add that book to our book club. We got to <laughs> right. come back and revisit this. But yes, as Samantha said, if you listeners have any more resources, information, people we should talk to, please, please, please let us know. People we should highlight in this segment. You can email us at stephaniemomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is produced by iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands. Not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank. Brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.